This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Megan Wheeler. And what is your primary role in the line dance community? Um, a line dance choreographer, I guess, or uh, taking classes. <laughs> how long have a you, learner. How long have you been involved in line dance? I started probably back in 2008, but just taking little classes. My first event was actually Windy City in 2012. So this is your fifth year? Yeah. Wow. Well, I haven't actually been to this event every year, but fifth year doing events. So. Yeah, this year you seem to have made something of a splash. Trying. <laughs> what can you tell me about uh, your recent choreography as well as your recent video series? Um, well, choreography, I've been choreographing with Scott Blevins and with Trevor Thornton, Thornton, I can't say his name, he'll make fun of me for that, uh, and, um, yeah, Thornton. I started, Thornton, yeah, Thornton. right, Thornton, Thorntown, go ahead, <laughs> um, and then I started a YouTube channel, and I do demos and walkthroughs, and my new series, Nothing But Counts, which everyone seems to like, uh, what inspired you to create that video series? Actually, my mom's friend, Hazel, um, used to always video me during classes, so that way, whenever they would see it on the list, they could review my little video of me dancing it earlier that day, right before the dance came on. I was like, wait a sec, hold on, why are you videoing me and just like keeping it all to yourself? I could, I could like help people with this. I could make quick little videos so people can struggle just like everybody else. I mean, I'm, I watch my own videos all the time. I'm like, I don't remember this dance. Good thing I have a video on it. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you have the uh, the professional looking intro. You've got the little thumbnail and everything. I try. Where did you pick up the skills to do that? Um, free time, lots of free time. <laughs> As a dance teacher, I was only teaching. Um, at night, so during the day, I just mess around with iMovie, and I kind of figured it out along the way, kind of played with some things, and uh, yeah, I like it a lot. What so. is what does your teaching schedule look like these days? Like, do you have beginners all the way up to advanced, or? Yeah, I've um, I've taught ballet, tap, jazz for a long time. Yeah, and uh, I teach little kids all the way to adults. I teach couples dancing. Um, a lot of adults. I was doing pro-am and uh, UCWDC competitions and here I teach, you know, I teach line dance classes for preparing people for events. So I do kind of everything. <laughs> and what inspired you to put dances back into the community after learning all the ones that you have? Um, just ones that I really like or um, that I notice people have trouble with. Um, or, you know, maybe ones that I don't see a lot of people doing that I think people should be doing. You know, um, maybe they just don't know how to do it yet, so might as well make a video on it. Maybe people will get out there and do it more. You know, I like to, and especially when people request dances, I love when people, I have a website, and so sometimes people will go to my contact page and just send me requests or, you know, hey, could you maybe talk about this in your next technique video or whatever. I love that nice to know what people want, you know, try to help out. <laughs> do you see yourself becoming an instructor at uh, major events? Where, where do you see your line dance path taking you over the next five to ten years? Um, well, I would love to 
do this all the time. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be on staff at so far two events next year, which is very exciting. Which ones are those? Um, a new one, <laughs> yeah, a new one, HOT, it's in Heart of Texas, and the Line Dance Marathon. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. And have you, do you would you say, uh, have you formed like a set format for teaches? Is there is there any method that you find is especially helpful for learners to break it down um, enough that they can they can take the parts and really integrate them before they move on? Um, I just try to watch, you know, as I'm dancing. I try to see what people are missing, and uh, I like to make weird sounds. I know lots of people do that, you know, it, but it really does help kind of put something in your mind, you know, like, oh, that's where that, where she made that weird noise, like, that's what that step is, otherwise you may not remember it. Um, yeah, I just like to break it down step by step, and then I know people always like the count, so I do that, and then I always want to know if people have questions, I'm always asking, do we need to do it again? If one person wants to do it again, I mean, in a room with like 100 people, no, you wouldn't want to do that, but usually in a class of like 20 or 30, if one person wants to do it, probably more than one person wants to do it, and they're just too shy to say so, so... I like to try to keep an eye on it, make sure everyone knows what's going on. If you were to, let's say, uh, when you go into your teach next year, if, if you were to go in and you like envision yourself, you, know, you make a big splash, everybody loves your class, they're all demanding you come back to new events, what are the sorts of things that you imagine yourself doing? Like, What, what would it take to become a successful instructor that everybody loves to see at events? And is there anybody who models that for you? Well, yeah, I think um, I think some of the best instructors that we have are the ones who know how to integrate technique into their classes, but don't make it. I don't want to say a necessity, but it's not. It's not always all about the technique or dancing beautifully or being you know top level. It's about having fun, and that's what people always forget, especially with competitions. People are always people always tell me. Um, you just look like you're having so much fun. Like, well, we're dancing, so we should be having fun. And I, I like when Fred or Daniel, um, they always have people laughing in their classes, or Simon Ward. Um, so even if it's not a challenging dance, you know, you can still have fun with being silly or making them laugh. And if it is a challenging dance, you definitely want to make it fun by making them laugh. So. I uh, laugh at my own jokes a lot, which maybe hopefully gets other people laughing. <laughs> what sorts of music inspires you to choreograph, as opposed to just wishing somebody else would come up with a dance for it? Well, pretty much all music. Um, yeah, I, my best choreography is done in the car, actually. I call it choreography. Ah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think it's just because of the good sound system, you know, you've got all around you. and uh, And... Just if I'm listening to a song and I find myself grooving to it, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, this would make a good dance. But some songs, you know, it's just the rhythm is too blah the whole time. You know, it's a good song, but it would be a boring dance. It has to be, I think, catchy and uh, have changes in the rhythm and in the lyrics and in the melody. I think. Hmm. I'm I'm guessing people have talked to you before about hooks and how they're necessary for dances to, to catch on with people. What sorts of 
inspiration do you draw from to, to think about hooks or create hooks, new movements, uh, new, uh, new ways of contorting your body? Um, honestly, I don't think about creating a hook at all. I think really? if you're looking to create a hook, you probably missed the, missed the point. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I think um, the best hooks come from just pure inspiration, just moving. I like to, um, Im I like to improv. That's how I choreograph. Really, I stand in, you know, if I'm not driving, <laughs> I stand in my living room. And I play the song. I just kind of improv, and then I'll go. Oh, okay. I kind of liked what I do. And uh, what did I do? <laughs> uh, I liked that, but why wasn't someone watching me? Now I have no idea. <laughs> and then you just kind of do it over and over until you figure out what you did and what feels right. And then, and then usually I'll videotape myself and set it aside for like three weeks and then look at it and then realize what looks dumb and what looks good and then you just kind of work from there, you know? Uh, my co-host Megan Barsulia and I, she is sitting right next to me, uh, she and I do the same thing with our GoPro or with my GoPro on a tripod sometimes where you know we'll just set it up for one of those dances that we really like to play during mm -hmm. and then afterwards we'll be like, all right, what did we do? How did we do that See, again if we wanted smart. to choose that? That's smart, having the GoPro, that. that's yeah. smart. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm curious, actually, if uh, Megan has any additional thoughts for Megan. <laughs> what a great name, I might add. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's so few of us who spell it like that, so, yeah, you know. I know, we're special. <laughs> <laughs> and in the line dance community, no less. Um, I know. So... You mentioned something about being a dance teacher. What are some of the tips going into like a class that like a teacher could prep for um, for someone who's just starting out learning how to teach a class? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know really. It you just kind of feed off of the crowd. I think um, every class is different, so it's hard to say. You know, this is going to work for this class because every single time I've gone into a class with something prepared, <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> you, you watch them and you're like, okay, we're not working on this today. We need to work on this today, you know, something else. Or um, or maybe you teach what you did and they blew through it and then you're like, well, I didn't prepare enough. <laughs> so I find that the best is just to kind of have a general idea of what I want to do. Like if I'm teaching a line dance class, you know, I'm going to teach this dance or these dances. And then try to see what the class needs that day or um, maybe what they want. I don't know. Usually you can kind of tell what, what people are struggling with, and it's usually across the whole board. It's not like one person has one thing wrong. Like each person has a different thing wrong. Usually it's kind of a specific area. And then that kind of shows you what maybe you taught kind of funny. Okay. And, uh... Actually, I guess one thing is if you psych the group out, if you say like, okay, now this is the tricky part, then now they know it's the tricky part. So I just like bury the lead, you know, and I just blow through it and then let them later go, oh, that part was tricky. And I know, but I didn't want to tell you because then you would have just freaked yourself out and you'd never get it. So you don't want to give too much information out until you've already, you know, taught the dance. Because otherwise, people tend to freak themselves out. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> um, uh, 
Another thing I was uh, wondering was, as an event goer and soon-to-be event staff member, what are some of the things that you look for in deciding on attending a certain event over another one? Because obviously, you know, we're not all made of money and can travel just every single day we would want to. Um, We have to pick and choose. What are kind of some of the things you look for Mm -hmm. in your decisions? Um, Well, I try to go to at least one new event a year as an event goer um, because maybe it's an event that you really would have liked but you just had no idea. Um, But I really like to find an event in a city that I want to go to and then try to stay a day longer or go in a day earlier and then just get to explore because I mean if you're already going there we just stay inside the hotel the whole time right so like yes I'm in Chicago but did I see any of Chicago while I was here no I was in a workshop the whole time right so if I'm gonna fly all the way out here then I might as well like explore you know so um, that's kind of a big part for me is just somewhere I've never been and then um, I really like the experience because they have one room and so I'm either going to take the class or I'm going to go eat lunch or something right but like it doesn't I don't have to think I'm, I'm going to this room and I'm going to be there all day and you know and then they review the dances at night and everything but I also like Windy City because there's 700 million teachers <laughs> and 700 right? million classes to take so <laughs> right Um, It's not exactly a certain format that I like, but yeah, I think more just the vibe and of the city and stuff like that is kind of what I look for. Nice. So, other than dance, which sounds like it takes up quite a bit of your passionate side of life, (laughs) um, I like to ask everyone what their guilty pleasure is. Ah, that's a good question. I probably have quite a few. (laughs) Um, but probably the one that people make fun of me the most for is watching lots of YouTube videos, which is actually why I started my channel, because um, I really like to watch um, makeup tutorials. Not that I ever like do any of the crazy looks, but I just find it like really fascinating <laughs> to watch people put on makeup. Right. I'm like It's like that, um, what's it called, ASMR, like where you get that tingly feeling when Bob Ross paints his happy little clouds. And <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so it's probably my guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, one of the other things I wanted to know is kind of the process. I mean, you kind of touched on a little bit about being in the car and listening to the music and then being in your living room. Is there any special, like, you always listen to it in your car to make sure it has the best sound or you stick in headphones and mm-hmm. you just, like you know, close your eyes and listen to it on repeat a hundred times before you even remotely step, or... Um, no, actually, um, there's probably about, I don't know, 500 dances, rest in peace, that I've started and then never finished, just because I really liked a section of it, and I did it, and then that was the only section I really liked, you know, and, uh, but when I do find a song that I like, I, I do, I listen to, like, the same... 10 seconds on repeat until I've got that locked down and then I'll move on 10 more seconds and get and then listen to that repeat and then I'll add them together and kind of see how it flows and if it's going well and then you just keep kind of doing that until you either make it through the dance or you scrap it um, 
that's kind of my process of choreographing. But I come from a background of ballet tap jazz, so my process might be a little different than other people's. I'm used to choreographing to the whole song rather than choreographing, you know, 32 counts or 64 counts or whatever. So the first thing that I do when I listen to a song for line dance is sit down and phrase it. And then I phrase it like 17 different ways to try to figure out what would actually be the best way or the easiest way to do it. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I could do like an A, B, C with a restart and a tag and then, oh, oh we'll add in a D here and it fits perfectly to the music. But no one will ever remember any of it. So <laughs> right. It's like, okay, now let's see. You know, 24 plus 16. Oh, wait, I did that. I did that later too. Okay, so I could really, this could all be one section. Wait a second, the whole dance is actually only 64 counts. Wait, how did I miss that? <laughs> you know, you just kind of got to do it over and over. And then and then you let yourself actually work on it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm curious if there's a message that you could deliver to the entire line dance universe. Anything that you would want them to think about or maybe uh, consider doing? changing you got event managers instructors uh, DJs other dancers and choreographers is there anything that you'd like to put up on like a hypothetical billboard for everybody to look at and just ponder or maybe do something about hmm. um, I think the biggest thing that we need to concentrate on in not just the line dance community but um, any couples community or any sort of like social dance community um, is getting younger people involved. Um, kids just are hard to hook, but when you do, when you get them in, then they want to do it forever. Um, but I think I think there's so many different like pop-up studios or, or things nowadays that everything is like quick satisfaction and then get in, get out, and done. Um, so I think. Just concentrating on getting the younger generation involved and invested would be the important part because I mean, if we don't get younger people involved, then eventually there won't be any any events or anything anymore because we'll all be too tired. <laughs> How would people best get in contact with you if they wanted to ask you a question or ask for advice? Um, well, I have a website. It's real easy, MeganWheelerDance.com. And that has, um, like I said earlier, my contact page. And um, my email is the same, MeganWheelerDance at gmail.com. And your last name is W-H-E-E-L-E-R. Yes, yes uh, like an 18-wheeler. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and then, of course, my YouTube channel. Any comments? Um, I read all the comments, and people are asking for things on videos. You know, I always love that, so... Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> uh, Shameless <what>? plug. <laughs> oh, this is exactly the platform for that. All right. One final question. What dance would you recommend everyone learn right now? Mm. Uh, well. <laughs> it can be old. I know, two great ones. I was going to say, it can be old, new, yours, somebody else's. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, if you haven't learned Serious Love or The Pretty Girl Said, <laughs> those are two great ones. Um, let's see, what do I really love right now? Um, I don't know, so many. <laughs> um, I don't know, I, I, 
Fred does. I really love safe in these arms. Um, that one's really pretty. And um, I think Shane's got some really fun dances too, so. I try to keep up with the times, you know, but I don't know. I just, I like them all too much. <laughs> I, okay. wish, I wish I knew them all. Right. That's what I would suggest learning all of them. <laughs> all right. Or tentatively safe in these arms. Yeah, yeah. Good. I do love that one, so. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for sitting down and chatting about line dance things yes, with, uh, definitely, with us. Definitely, definitely. Thank Have you for a, having me. Oh, sure. Have a great rest of your evening. We will see you on the dance floor. Yeah.